clearly off topic. Two friends, one unique conversation. Driven to learn, inspire, create, and understand the world. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're just trying to be good humans and make the world a better place. How hard could it be? Hey listeners, it's Juliet from Clearly Off Topic. Do you like books? How about free books? How about free books that read themselves to you? Clearly Off Topic has partnered with Audible.com to bring you one free audiobook download and a free 30-day trial. Just go to audibletrial.com slash clearlyofftopic today. Hey guys, welcome back to Clearly Off Topic. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Juliet. As always, we are so excited to have you guys join us. Yeah, thanks for coming back. Um, we wanted to mention a sponsor at the beginning of the episode, so we wanted to mention and shout out Red Bear Roastery, um, wildly fresh coffee beans is what he likes to say, and he is a micro roastery out of Los Angeles, California. He roasts coffee beans fresh to your order and either sends them to you or delivers them right to your house. Um, he's located in Los Angeles and does deliveries in all of Los Angeles and Orange County. Um, he has a map up on his website where you can see if you're anywhere near his delivery location and check out his website redbearroastery.com and use code off topic for 10% off and if you're like us you're gonna need some coffee yeah for this topic we're gonna talk about oh yeah because (laughs) I think that everybody's experienced this um I like to say it's because of the full moon but I'm experiencing major brain fog this week, and it's been, like, weighing me down. Is it really this week? Because I feel like there's a day or two or five every week where I feel like I can't remember something or I'm just moving at half speed. All the time. Yeah. All the time. Um, so, yes, brain fog. Lots of people experience it. And we kind of looked up a bunch of stuff, and we're going to talk about it today. So what is brain fog? Um, brain fog is a lay term to describe fluctuating mild memory loss that is inappropriate for a person's age. It may include forgetfulness, spaciness, confusion, decreased ability to pay attention, and inability to focus or difficulty processing information. So uh, basically that's our entire life, Juliet. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It really is. And I notice this a lot, and I I don't notice it all the time, so I'll think all of a sudden, oh, there's something wrong with me. Yeah. Not everyone's feeling like this. Maybe I need more coffee. A lot of times when I'm sitting at my desk... I'll think, oh, I'm probably just hungry. Even if I already had lunch, I'll go and reach for something that's like salty or sugary or something to try and bring myself out of the spot. Like to me, it feels like a pillow. Is like there's tiny pillows all over my head. I don't know. How does it feel to you? So for me, I just get really spacey. Mm. Like I, I just can't focus on anything. I'm constantly... I mean, I multitask a lot, which we already know is really bad. And Listen um, to episode, like, five. five yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I, I multitask a lot, and I realize that sometimes I'll just stare at my computer screen at work, and minutes will pass, and I'll just say to myself, what have you done in the last five minutes? And the answer is nothing. Yeah. Because my brain just can't, it's not processing, it's not functioning, it's just kind of like, like blindness (laughs) in front of my eyes. I will lose track of words. And that's so infuriating for me because I love words. I love language. And I'll be sitting there and I can't think of the adjective or something for this. And I'll go to like a thesaurus.com and look it up and be like, oh yeah, there's the word. Yeah. But I'm sitting there just like, what am I trying? How do I convey what I'm trying to say? And it's, it's rough. And I feel like, is there something wrong with me? Yeah, um, there's probably not something wrong with you. Knock I mean, on wood. <laughs> from what I found, there's a bunch of um, like diseases that it could be like a, you know a symptom of, but I don't really think that we have lupus mm-hmm. or like multiple sclerosis. If you do, definitely check with your doctor because I think there's something they can do for you. But um, so so what is brain fog is really what I yeah. set out to learn this week because 
I was super annoyed by it. I know that there's definitely ways that you can combat it. So um, brain fog. I mean, I think that what we talked about just a minute ago really nails down exactly what I experience. The forgetfulness is a big thing for oh, me too. So I'll like lose a sentence mid sentence and that oh, drives yeah. me absolutely <laughs> crazy. <clears throat> like you I walk know. into a room and you don't know why you're in there. Yeah. You oh. went in there with a purpose and you get there and you're like, what am mm. I in here for? Yeah. It to me all the time in the yeah. kitchen. I'll oh. turn around and be like, what was I just looking for? And you feel like for me, I feel dumb. And if mm-hmm. it happens in a meeting or in a business situation, I really can't grasp what I'm trying to say, or I can't figure out the next word. Like if you notice right now, obviously brain fog, I can't even get a (laughs) sentence out properly. And it's really frustrating. So some of the like major reasons and things that will trigger brain fog are this. So uh, number one, I can already tell you is a big problem for us. Uh, not getting enough sleep. Oh, yeah. Sleep? No. I mean, I try. I literally will lay down for eight hours a night, which you don't. Uh, no, I never do that. But within that eight hours, I try. Like for me, I say if I can't just lay down for an eight hour period, I'm only going to get like six hours of sleep because I toss and turn. I wake up. I have anxiety, mm-hmm. racing thoughts. So for me, it's like my quality of sleep is not good. I do have eight hours I put away for sleep, but sometimes I don't even sleep at all. Yeah, me too. You don't even put away. I don't even put away eight hours for <laughs> sleep. I mean, between all of the like things I do in my regular day, doing the podcast stuff and then doing all of my side hustles, I just, <laughs> yeah, I very rarely sleep. Um, most nights I don't get to bed before 1 a.m. And then I'm up at like 5.45, 6, getting ready for my next day. Um, so yeah, definitely not enough sleep. That's a huge factor for me. I can guarantee it. But what do we combat sleep with, Juliet? Ooh, coffee? Coffee, yes. caffeine. If you don't drink coffee, if you don't drink coffee, I mean, green you tea, try. Green tea, chocolate. Um, black tea. Chocolate is sugar. Is that caffeine? In yeah. It? Cacao. Oh. Oh, yeah. learn something new every day. Yeah. Chocolate is caffeine. Um, so yeah, green tea. What, what else so, is yeah, there? Um, but yeah, basically caffeine overdosing can actually be a huge like trigger for brain fog. And Hmm. if you know me, I live with a coffee roaster. If you haven't already (laughs) figured out that Red Bear Roaster is my husband, he is. (laughs) Surprise! But yeah, I mean, I'm drinking coffee constantly. And I realized last week, actually, that I needed to start cutting down my caffeine because it wasn't affecting me anymore. Mm -hmm. When I first started drinking more than one cup of coffee a day, I was noticing that like, you know, I'd grit my teeth or something like that because I do have general anxiety and, you know, that's like the way that my anxiety comes out is I, I grind my teeth. Yeah, or I click I get... my teeth. Mm-hmm. I'll like cut, tap my jaw. Yeah. Um, really great for if you have fillings. Definitely do. <laughs> Definitely recommend squeezing your teeth together and grinding them back and forth. But that can be a huge factor. So make sure that you're watching your caffeine intake and know how much caffeine you really need to get your day started. Mm-hmm. Because for me, for a while, it was a whole French press and oh, like wow. completely unnecessary. I now take one cup of coffee to work. And if I feel like I need a spike, I'll drink like lemon water or something mm-hmm. of that nature. Um, That's good. And it's funny, like this all feeds into itself. I think as Lindsay keeps explaining this, you're going to see you don't get enough sleep. So you have to drink coffee to function because mm-hmm. you have a high demanding life like whatever it is, you know, job, kids, whatever. And so now you're like perpetuating this brain fog. Yeah. And then you can't sleep as well because of the caffeine. And then we're, we're only on like number two. two. Yeah, this is the <laughs> second thing. Um, so diet in general is a yeah. big factor, right? So um, if you overdo it on sugar, big mm. problem. Uh, if Dang. you overdo it in refined carbs, which like Juliet and I love Ugh, bread. I love so bread. Why is everyone, why is bread so bad for us, Lindsay? <laughs> it's so bad for us. It's because wheat doesn't grow 
anymore like it used to and then like chop it off and then round up and blah. I mean we could that could be a whole oh, podcast episode Juliet I just don't want to know I don't want to know <laughs> um but I do know because I read yes. that book Wheat Belly which is actually a really good one if you're looking to like understand why carbs are bad for you or just general like refined carbs definitely read that book it's kind of crazy but sugar intake refined carbs intake too much it's just going to make your brain foggy and that's because those things create inflammation in your body Ah. so a lot of brain fog is because of inflammation i wonder if it's inflammation on your brain i mean inflammation in general causes so many issues yeah within your system um but if it's inflammation of your mind i don't know if brains can get inflamed but that would be bad. Yeah, that would be really bad. So it I must have something to do with like neurotransmitters, the yeah. way your blood moves through your body. Mm-hmm. Um, more stuff in the wave, it's more inflamed. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, alcohol is a huge proponent as well. I mean, we've oh, all... Oh, my favorite thing! I know! <laughs> Red alcohol and coffee, come on! <laughs> so, um, so yeah, if you're drinking too much alcohol, we've all had that morning where you wake up and you're like, oh God, what did I do last night? Think about the brain fog that happens there. It's typically like, for me, combined with a headache. Mm-hmm. Um but that brain fog is because the, of that inflammation that alcohol caused in your body. Huge inflammatory. Mm-hmm. Um, also, though, I've found mm-hmm. that when I've had a long day full of brain frog, fog. Brain frog. Brain frog. <laughs> ribbit. Uh, <laughs> when I've had a long day full of brain fog, that I come home and I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. I can't think. I just want to relax. I'll have a glass of wine. I'll have a cocktail, which is actually worse than my brain. Because it's not going to help me sleep. And again, we're just compounding these things. And as you're explaining this, I'm like, I am doing it all All wrong. (laughs) We've been doing everything all wrong, Juliet. Um, And this is a really interesting thing to me that I just wanted to let our listeners know is that brain fog can also be a temporary byproduct of going onto the keto diet. So So many people, are you ketoers? (laughs) Yeah, you ketoers. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so going on the keto diet, when your body is transitioning into ketosis, you typically have pretty heavy brain fog for a couple of days. And I think that must be like coupled with that keto flu that people talk about. Oh, yes. You're right. The keto flu. Uh, There's so many reasons why I don't want to do the keto diet. And these are two more reasons now I have. (laughs) Exactly. Um, I'm not belittling anyone who's doing it at all. Like I think you need to listen to your body and some people it's great. I'm just like, man, this is super strict and super hard yeah, and gives you brain fog and the flu. I don't like bacon enough, I think, to be on keto. Is that what that's I probably think a it's myth. a bacon diet. It's a bacon diet. <laughs> um, and you definitely have to worry about, uh, with brain fog, you have to worry about your stress and anxiety levels, which oh, you all know that Juliet and I have totally. obvious, obvious anxiety. Um, we've talked about it here before. We've talked about it with Melina before. And... Yeah, I I definitely am a very stressed out person Mm -hmm. um, just because there's so much going on all the time. And if I'm sitting here, as I'm sitting here thinking about it, it makes sense because if there are like if your mind is like a snow globe, right, and you've got (laughs) like all those little snowflakes like moving around in there and you shake it up and you get all these little snowflakes moving, like everything's confused. Like all of my wires are crossing constantly. Um, my anxiety makes like my thoughts be continuous and I can't really stop them. Mm -hmm. And I know you experienced that too. Yep. So yeah, you have to make sure that you're managing your stress and anxiety levels. Um, because too much of that is going to create brain fog as well. So like, look, our entire lives is creating brain fog. I was going to say, I live in a brain fog, my (laughs) life, my body, everything's in a brain fog. It is so interesting that you're pointing this out because these are all very societal acceptable things, right? It's very societally acceptable to eat bread, to work yourself. Don't sleep eight hours a day. No one's got time for that. What do you mean? American dream. American dream. You are explaining the American dream right now to all of us. You wake Uh up in the morning after not too much sleep and you get to your job. You know, you're making 
moves out and you're big shot and, and you, you drink, drink your, your coffee, coffee. <laughs> and you get home and you're tired or, and you or at take lunch, a break or lunch, lunch you eat your pasta or lunch, you eat your, your pasta, sandwich yes. or whatever it is and then you Sandwiches. go home for me i like commute home which oh, like so I, long. brain fog when you are driving is the absolute worst it's I mean, scary like, side note, it's literally it's really scary i think both of us have experienced um driving and driving fog ending up at your location you're like oh hello yeah. i didn't really i didn't know i was yeah, yeah like I'm here. Like, That's good. You kind of like all of a sudden, I'm sure you've all experienced this before. You kind of like click back into it and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, Driving. oh, wow. I, that's that's right. I'm here now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or I'll try it. I'll do this a lot when I lay down to sleep. And I don't know if it's good or the bad thing, but I'll try to remember everything I did that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably stressing the, you out. Half the time I can't remember what I did. I'm like, oh my God, I don't remember what I did. I think I, I know I went to work. Like, I know I did this, but you can't recall details. I can't even recall the day of the week. Today, I kept telling everybody it was Thursday. It it's not. Def- it felt like Thursday. That might be the moon. Yeah, that might be the moon. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, I don't know about you guys, but I'm a water sign. Uh, let's talk astrology for a second. I'm a Cancer. I am very heavily affected by the moons. And we had like a full moon lunar eclipse situation going on. And I think that's what my brain fogs from. But like sources say probably not because I also didn't get very much sleep. And I drank too much caffeine. And I totally had pasta last night for dinner. And I do not see full moon and lunar cycles as a cause of brain fog on this list. So <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, we've sat here and complained about brain fog for quite a while, but we also looked up some tips on how to basically rejuvenate yourself and eliminate some of this brain fog. There's so, hope for everyone. There is hope. Uh, but hope- if you have zero fun in your life ever again, I'm yeah, kidding. Exactly. We're kidding. Kind of <laughs> zero fun. Um, so number one is rejuvenate with sufficient amounts of sleep. Who has time for that? (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, all right. All right. Instead of being negative, how can we give ourselves more sleep? Can we add (laughs) hours to the day? Uh, Can we, like, make the 24 hours, like, 29 hours? Because then I think I might be able to manage seven hours of sleep or seven hours of laying down. Of laying down. Yeah. I mean, like I said, again, it's not – it's eight hours dedicated to sleeping time. Yeah. Not necessarily sleeping. Sleeping. (laughs) Um, I guess maybe start slow. We could start by, okay, I'm going to go to bed 15 minutes more earlier this day. I actually did this this week already um, because last week I was experiencing even more brain fog than this week. And I kind of looked at Joel and I was like, I have to get my sleep schedule back on track. I can't be staying up until 1 a.m. even on the nights that I don't have a gig or I don't have burn club or I don't have something on the exterior that I'm doing that evening, right? So I need to make sure that I'm going to bed at a decent hour. So instead of us watching an extra episode of Handmaid's Tale... Or an extra episode of, like, John Oliver, because we love the guy. He's so good. But Handmaid's Tale is, like, the epitome of stress. Oh, my God. It's the epitome (laughs) of stress. But I love it. Um, But instead of doing that, we've gone into our bedroom, turned off the television, and just, like, laid there. Caught up on our... I know this is terrible to, like, look at a screen before bed, but caught up on emails. Caught up on some work stuff as we're laying down. And then just spent some time with each other. And that did help me fall asleep faster, right? Mm Because the light of the television really messes up my sleep. Um, so I've been trying to do that already. These last couple days I have been waking up early. I've been feeling pretty energetic throughout the entire day and I've gotten a lot of stuff done. But then today I just hit this fucking wall. Mm-hmm. I was so tired. You showed up and you were like in a different state. You weren't like, oh, zombie Lindsay, but you were like I was off. Just like, eh. You were definitely off. Yeah. I don't know what's going on, but so definitely rejuvenate with some sleep. I'm going to try to tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see if that helps. Um, I tried with my sleep. I don't. It kind of has helped, but it's really hard to sleep, stick to a sleep schedule. It's I think so especially when you are us, when you're 
and you're very busy. social people, you're busy, but you're also like late 20s, early 30s, and you um, want to go out, but you also want to get up early. It's this weird time in life yeah. where when we were in our early 20s, it was like, oh, yeah, we stay up until we get everything done, and then we sleep in, and we wake up, and we go whenever we want. Whenever we want. Yeah. But now I want both worlds. I want to stay up late. To get, all the, things to get all the done. things done, but I want to get up early so I can get things done, but also enjoy my morning or go to the farmer's market, whatever the hell you want to do in the morning. Yeah, exactly. So I'm in this weird state of like, okay, you're burning the candle both ends. So I've tried to like think, okay, well, what's the optimal time? Is it 11 p.m.? Is it midnight? Is it, what is the optimal time? I've played around with it. And mm -hmm. I think some people do better. Okay. They know they're going to have less brain fog if they go to bed before 10 or, oh no, I'm going to be more, I can't get up early. I'm going to be more of like a midnight one o'clock person. And that's my issue it, because yeah. especially for me, I have that regular nine to five. Mm -hmm. I have that regular thing that I have to get up to and get to every single day. And it's I'm not sure even nine to five. It's like seven or yeah, six. Yeah, it's like seven to five. Um, <laughs> early. But yeah, it's that early job that I do have to get up for. And I am, you know, quote unquote, chained to that desk for a couple of hours every day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've noticed that if I get in in the mornings, I get way more done, which is why I choose to be there at like the early. crack of dawn. But... Um, yeah, in the same way, I, I am a night owl at heart. Mm -hmm. Like I love being up late. I love the nighttime. Like <laughs> everybody who's like, I love the sunshine. I'm like, listen, I love sunshine too. Got to get that vitamin D. But like, if I am up till 1am, I get this like second wind that will keep <laughs> me up until 530am. Like I don't need any, anything. I can just stay awake. I don't know what it is. And I can be in a hole on my computer. I can be doing the dumbest crap possible. And I'm just awake. Like, wide awake. My sister has it, too. Huh. Um, That's interesting. So sometimes we'll be working on marketing stuff at, like, yeah. 2 in the morning. Because I'm like, I can't sleep. She's like, I'm up. <laughs> ah. But, yeah. So definitely just trying to manage your sleep levels is great. Um, there is a website. You can get it on your phone, too, that I've used. It's called sleepyti.me. And hmm. you can go in there. And if you're, like, getting ready to go to bed right now, you can put in, like, I'm going to bed right now. And it will tell you the optimal time to get up. So also oh, not breaking REM cycles. those REM cycles yeah, Dan does is that. really important. Yeah, that's how me and Dan pretty much don't sleep for eight hours a night. We just wake up after a REM cycle has completed and then you don't feel tired when the alarm goes off. He does that a lot because, yeah, Dan does not get as much sleep. He shoots for five hours a night, but mm -hmm. typically, sorry, he shoots for six, but he typically gets five. Yeah. But it's that whole REM cycle thing. And he can tell if he wakes up and it's and he goes back to sleep if he then wakes up in the middle of one it's like yeah, over it's over it's bad you're tired the whole day yeah. so um paying attention to REM cycles in your sleep will definitely help um the next thing is to we already talked about this minimizing stress and anxiety okay so for people who are naturally stressed like I will just be stressed about a thought like I will lay down at night that's have called one anxiety thought. I know it's called anxiety but like how do we that's just a whole nother thing minimize so, stress so maybe people need to take more self-care yeah, I think that self-care is a huge part of minimizing stress in yeah. your life. I think that stress can be related to anxiety. It can also be separate from anxiety for me. Mm. Um, I get stressed out because of, like, me going to bed without finishing something. Yeah. I, like, just sit there and stress out about how I'm going to have to get up early. I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to do that. Mm -hmm. And that stress then turns into anxiety that I'm, like, not good enough or not doing enough. And then so, you can't sleep. And then I can't sleep because <laughs> I'm just, like, sitting there with my thoughts all night. So... Yeah, definitely. I mean, sometimes I'll drink bedtime tea, which really oh, helps me. Oh, chamomile tea is the bomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll drink like a sleepy time tea. Um, I'll do something like that. Anything to calm your body down. Like Juliet and I live in houses that get a lot of natural light and we have a ton of lights in our house. But when we are just in our homes, we also have the lights very dim and very low. Mm -hmm. And I think that helps too, because it kind of like 
lets your body naturally produce melatonin, which yes. is naturally going to calm you at the end of your day. But know that if you're staring at a computer screen or a phone screen, that's being completely just wiped out. Oh, there's apps. So if you're going to check your email before you go to bed, Lindsay. Mm-hmm. I actually have this. I'm sure like, you have these apps. Yep. Um, now I forgot what they're called. I should look them up. But there are apps out there that can minimize the blue light on your phones. There's mm-hmm. also some that... Um, I think mine's called like, like night light and it will bring down the brightness. Mm -hmm. So I have like four of these and they all work together to create the optimal screen if you're going to look at it. Yeah. And that's, um, if you have an iPhone, which Juliet doesn't, she thinks droids are better. (laughs) She's a loser. Anyway, um, if you have an iPhone, you can definitely do this in your settings. Uh, it's in the general settings on screen or something of that nature, but look it up. If you need to search it, just search it on your iPhone. It's super user-friendly. Um, the next thing is to set realistic expectations. We're terrible at this. Okay. Don't stifle our dreams, internet. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, setting realistic expectations. What do they mean by that? Like, what do they mean by that? I think they mean to just be realistic with your time and how much you can accomplish. Okay. So not like our dreams. So I think this more like... This has to go with minimizing (laughs) stress and anxiety, right? Yeah. So you're not going to say, it's not going to be 10 o'clock at night and you say, I have a bedtime of 11 and you have three more things to do. That's not Mm -hmm. a realistic expectation. Exactly. You need to either lower your expectations for how much you're going to get done that day or not sleep, which is the number one (laughs) fear. I'm like, I don't think that's a solution. Yeah, I think you just need to minimize your expectations of how much you can get done in a single day. And also have the, this is the hardest part for me, is having the ability to just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. I've actually never seen that movie. What? No. Oh my god, I watched it. It was so like many times with like our friends' kids. No, it was just it. It came out. Um, it came out the year that my mom was in the hospital, like that whole time. Uh-huh. And I would sit there and watch the Nature Channel, but not like Discovery Channel. There was just this channel of jazz that would just show pictures, and I would just sit there and stare at it, like in a crazy <laughs> state, and watch Disney films. But you had to pay for everything except for Frozen. And like Toy Story a thousand, you know, like yeah. <laughs> so many Toy Stories. But I watched Frozen so many damn times. But it was, um, I mean, it's fine. It's mildly uplifting, right? It's mildly it's uplifting. Be. You know, it's a little woman power. Um, but yeah, so I think that definitely using like some sort of meditation technique or anything like that and learning to just let it go. Mm-hmm. Know that if you can't get it done and you know you're working hard, that nobody else can get it done either, right? I And this doesn't work for everyone because I know a lot of people are super passionate about their job, but... Maybe think about why there is pressure on getting it done. Is it your boss that's giving you pressure? Or is it you? Is it you? Uh, does it actually matter if you get this done tomorrow? Mm-hmm. How many people's lives is it going to change? Exactly. Like, let, put it into perspective of the world, the problem that you're facing. Put it into or your job, because your job is still important. Yeah, the, yeah. Your job is very important, but when you're coming to whether or not you're going to be productive for one night, but then the rest of the week is going to be shot, think of it from that kind of standpoint. Yeah. Might be helpful. Um, This is my favorite one. Take breaks throughout your day. Oh, yeah. I love breaks. I don't take any breaks. I don't take any breaks. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, I have to pee? That's so inconvenient. Oh, my God. All the time. (laughs) Um, Here's another really fun one that you're really bad at. Mm. And I don't know what this means for me. Hydrate yourself. Oh, Lindsay. Okay. Okay. So I drink... (laughs) Like, what does hydrate yourself more mean to somebody who drinks as much water as I do? I drink so much water. I probably drink 120 ounces of water a day. Absolutely no problem. That's 40 ounces. Lindsay has this giant 40-ounce bottle. It's so... She could, like... She could literally knock someone out with this I could. It's a hydro flask team. They're the best. Um, Definitely make sure you never pay whole price because they're all the same. Who cares what (laughs) color it is? But um, mine's also covered in stickers. I mean, I can't... I try to drink one of these... 
if I'm lucky, a day. Yeah. So I drink three. And so I don't know what they mean by hydrate yourself more because shut up. I drink too much water. (laughs) Maybe that, maybe it's all the other things, Lindsay, that are your problem. (laughs) For me, it's just the hydration. It's like, you know what, Juliet, your brain fog will be gone if you just do this one thing. (laughs) Just drink more water. water. Um, So yeah, team, we should all drink more water. Mm -hmm. Water is a huge. It's a huge thing. I mean, what is it? Your body's 98% water. Something like that. Something like that. So you definitely need to make sure that you're hydrating yourself. Um, I know I can feel when I'm hydrated, my brain working a little bit better and my body functioning a little bit better. I don't get as sore from working out when I'm drinking enough water. My skin, like I have super dry skin and I'll notice my lips are dry and like I'll get dryness on my face if I haven't drank enough water. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, meh. Yeah, exactly. So um, I just wanted to share this really fun one because the first place that came up, obviously, when I was looking for... Um, what the hell is brain fog was mm-hmm. WebMD. And do you want to know what they <laughs> tell you? This is the first three things you could have if you have brain fog. You might be pregnant. Screw you, WebMD. <laughs> um, you might have multiple sclerosis. Okay, wouldn't you know if you have multiple sclerosis? Yeah. And brain fog is probably not your first issue. Also, if you're not like hip to the times and you don't know that WebMD is the most ridiculous website <laughs> on the face of the planet, we're just, we're mocking WebMD. This a little is a mockery. Bit. They say that you could be having cancer treatment if you have brain fog. Also one that I think you would be aware. I think I think that would be on like the sign off thing. You might be hitting menopause. Okay, that makes more sense. That's like the pregnancy thing. But oh annoying. god, I, for, I always forget that menopause is a thing that is going to happen to us. Yeah. Like it, yeah, <laughs> all the women in my office are going through it right now, and they constantly have the AC on like sixty eight degrees, and I'm like, you guys are going to freeze me alive. What are you doing? Yeah. Get my, um, my parka. Exactly. Um, and then there was this other thing we found called chronic fatigue syndrome, which um, is basically brain fog on steroids, if you ask me. And we got really afraid, but then we researched it. Yeah, more. and then we researched it. Um, it. It seems like a pretty serious thing. Uh, but yeah, chronic fatigue syndrome, another syndrome you could have. You could be depressed, according to WebND. I was not depressed. Um, you could be sleep deprived. <laughs> you could also have lupus. Like these are literally the eleven things that they give you when you go to WebMD that you would you have if you have brain fog. This is literally why you should never Google a symptom. Yes. Is WebMD. WebMD. WebMD is the reason you don't Google <laughs> symptoms. You'll be like, my pinky nail hurts. I wonder what that could be, and it'll be like, it is lupus, and you're like, fuck. Exactly. <laughs> um. So another thing that can really affect um your brain fog for us women at least is hormonal changes Mm, so mm -hmm. if you're like i notice brain fog a lot when i'm about to get my period i'm about a week away like that's really where my pms comes in i don't have mood swings or anything but i get super tired and like super just uh i can't even put a sentence together i wonder if that's what's happening right now Hmm. get that anyway. calendar out <laughs> but yeah, um, I, don't, so, I don't know and it's so hard to know because hormonal changes are so sneaky right they're so sneaky you you feel it's an emotion tied up with a physical ailment right mm-hmm. and a lot of times you just don't think that hormones are the root cause but a lot of times they are mm-hmm. unfortunately that's something that we need to pay more attention to i definitely do yeah exactly um so these are basically all the things that we've found that can help you kind of beat brain fog. And mm-hmm. I want to know if you guys have any suggestions, because obviously this is something that we all go through together, separately together. Um, and, you know, I think I, I think I'm on the right path with the getting my sleep under control. Yeah. Um, we'll see what happens. But um, other than that, I am going to just kind of continue to drink all of the water in the world. Um, Do not drink more water, Lindsay. Just drink like the same amount you've been drinking. I just don't think that you can drink any more water. It's going to be 
bad. <laughs> yeah, probably. I'll drink more water. Yeah, you should drink more water. And then unfortunately, I think we might have to like put down the bread sometimes. I'm just not ready to blame the bread. I'm going to like exhaust every other option and be like, it's not bread. <laughs> <laughs> it's just still not bread. It's just still not bread. And if someone's like, it's bread, I'd be like, okay, I can live with brain frog. <laughs> <laughs> I can live with brain frog. I, um, but yeah, I'm going to try to like watch the sugar intake and eat healthy yeah. carbs rather than like refined carbs and see how it does. Yeah. So I'll let you all know. And uh, don't. I'm not going to manage my stress or my anxiety very well. So, like, let's just leave that to somebody else. I love how we had so different things. Like, I'm like, no bread, and you're going to give up the bread. And and I'm like, I'm going to manage. I'm thinking, I'm going to manage my stress and anxiety more. And you're like, nope, fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) It's not going to happen. I know myself. This is why our friendship works. We are complete opposites. So we we make a whole human. We do make one whole normal human, I think. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, guys, I think that's been our episode for today. Um, Clearly, we're a little foggy. So I hope that... uh, that's okay with you guys, because that's... I don't even know what I was going to say there. See? Fog. <laughs> I kind of knew you didn't know what you were going to say, because you looked at me with that face of, like, you complete this sentence. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't know what you're trying to say here. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, oh, last week we had on a fantastic guest. Oh, yeah, Deborah. Mm-hmm. If you haven't listened to that episode, stop what you're doing right now, unless you're driving. Continue that. And go listen to the episode, because once you know her and fall in love with her you're going to want some of her clothing. And because you're friends with us, mm-hmm. <laughs> how cool are you? You're welcome. You're so welcome. You get 15% off. Uh, if you go to her website, which is debralindquist.com, that's D-E-B-O-R-A-H-L-I-N-D-Q-U-I-S-T.com. And the code for 15% off, I believe it's 15, is C-O-T-1-5. All in caps, guys. But yeah, yeah so COT15 gets you 15% off at DebraLinquist.com. Uh, if you happen to be one of my friends who's a fire spinner and you listen to this, she has a whole clothing line. It's dope. Uh, it's all fire safe and organic materials. So definitely check that out. Yeah, but- all her stuff's organic, sustainable, upcycled material. I forgot to mention that. She's a very green fashion designer, mm-hmm. upcycler. Yeah. Just go listen to the episode. It was like It's like an hour of all the information you need. Oh my gosh. It was probably our longest episode ever. When I was uploading it, I was like, <laughs> really, Juliet? She's like, I cut out all the silent parts too. I cut out all the dead sound. We just couldn't stop talking because uh, there's so much to discuss with that. It's a great episode. So go check it out. Yeah, definitely check that out. Um, and thanks for coming back, you guys. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, make sure to leave us um, a comment and a review. We really appreciate it. And we will see you guys next week. All right. This is clearly off topic. I'm Lindsay. I'm Juliet. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.